Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Hey, everybody. David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. Albert Einstein said, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. How important is your mindset in your daily life? Are you dictating how you're going to think, feel, and act? Or are you allowing others to dictate it for you? I'll be frank, we all have to deal with huge piles of BS, some more than others. And yet, while some are waiting for the storm to pass, others have learned to dance in the rain. What goes into that mindset exactly? Well, we learned just that when we sat down with Tanika Haynes, the owner of Brown's Automotive in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Tanika tells us how she navigates with the inevitable trials of life. Before we begin, please take a moment to hit that like button if you're on YouTube. It's quick and really helps us out. If you like our content, consider subscribing to the channel. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast listening app, make sure you're set to automatically download the latest episode so you never miss an upload. And now, here we go. had time to kill so i I went to uh some of the like museums right around the capital because you know we own a museum up here and i wanted to go kind of chill and just see what it was all about you know and um so when i park i pull in one of the parking lots and this homeless guy comes up and we start talking so i sit there and talk to him for like an hour and 30 minutes and i got up and like started walking into the museum and the people that were standing there were like "Mm," like giving me the dirty eye like, what in the world? And then I realized they were all giving me the dirty eye because I was talking to a homeless guy. And, they, you know, like I gave him money and we talked. We had a really good conversation. It was really interesting. Turns out that he was arrested for burglary. He just got out of prison. He, he, he didn't have any money or anywhere to go. So he just got caught in this cycle. And um, it was an interesting conversation. But the way halfway houses for that. Well, 
they do. They do. Okay. And I, I gave the unless man you are, Unless you're doing something illegal or illicit, you're allowed to stay at the halfway house. Well, I until you decide I'm bucks, either going right? to fight somebody or I need to take get some drugs or something, and then in which case they kick you out of the halfway house. You know, if you did that, that would help you out a lot. You got some drugs or something or some alcohol. I, I apparently need up. knots removed from my neck. They're not. I didn't know you I had have them. no idea. They're David, knots. you are the knot in my neck. You just <laughs> so stressful. <laughs> You're so stressful. I, I want to know what these knots feel like. I don't understand. Do what? Like Are you fuck? serious? You guys, yes, I, I don't. I don't understand it. It's an entire segment of people that like strangers rubbing on them. I don't understand it at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oh my god! Lots of things don't make sense to you, but <laughs> surely you can over overlook this one. I understand. Process. I understand it. You know, intellectually, I get it. You know, the, why you would want? I don't know. The relaxation or but it's st- still it's just the uh impracticality you don't know where that so person's you have been. no tension you don't, you don't know if they wash their teeth. hands like oh me like yeah do you um teeth? so you so when i get stressed i i i let it all pent up into a ball and uh-huh. then i swallow it and i push it way down deep inside so and you're i just let it on an ulcer boy yes Okay, that'll be there soon. <laughs> no. Listen, listen. He just silent treats us all. Like everybody in his life, he silent treats. If 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 it gets bad, like he just doesn't talk to any of us. He just like I've even got pictures where his whole face like shrivels up, like he ate something really sour. He's super pissed <laughs> off, and he's just like, "Nah, screw you guys. I'm good. Him." So I do that all day. Well, work. hold on, hold on. I do not do the I'm going home thing. I will argue until. You, somebody quits. I, it's not going to be me. Something so tells me you take your ball and you go back in the house. I don't. I never take my ball <laughs> and go home. <laughs> I, I let them. You can keep arguing, keep throwing stuff. I'm going to argue right back. And it's just going to go back and forth and back and forth. I Every every single time I get into an argument, it, you know, it, I'll concede the point if I'm if I'm losing. But Can I tell her the van story? Can uh, I tell her the van story? Which van? Huh? The, where you wrecked the Aerostar because the Patriots lost? The Patriots? No. What are you talking about? Let me go get uh, a drink. Understand. Yes, you need a drink to hear this story. <laughs> so you smash no. stuff. No, I, yeah, do, I do yeah, not he, smash uh, things. With his kids. Your Homer smasher. No, no yeah, absolutely. I'm being grossly mischaracterized here. <laughs> I don't do any of okay. those things. Listen, he had his kids in the van, right? And he's lecturing his kids. The man's giving his children a lecture about what clothes you should or should not wear and why you should or should not wear the clothes if the Patriots lost. And in the no, process. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. This is where I smashed into the lady. First off, it's not an arrow star. Never will you catch me, catch me in an arrow star. Well, maybe the old, like really old rear wheel drive arrow star is kind of cool. <laughs> but I drive an Astro van before an Aerostar. Never an Aerostar. Ugh. And it was uh, is- the conversation was about loyalty. That's what the conversation was about. It's about remaining loyal. And, and it wasn't even about loyalty. It was about standing up for yourself and making sure that you were your own person and not to just follow the trends. Because everybody in the school was wearing Chiefs gear. And my wife just insisted. She's like, oh, she's going to be the weird one. 
So let her be the weird one. So what? Let her be confident in her weirdness. Let her walk in there confident that she's not the one wearing the shoes. Because, oh, Lucas and I have been telling you about Parts Tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your Parts Tech account, go to My Shop, and click on the Rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. At our house, we don't we don't uh, root for the Chiefs. We root for the Patriots. And, and then that's it. That was the point. No, she didn't want her to be the weird one. So that turned into an argument with my wife. And then okay. I was not paying attention, and I ran into another car. My daughter wasn't even wagon. in the car. Yeah, exactly. And I, my, my daughter wasn't even in the, the car. Wagon. My son was. <laughs> I hit a, a <laughs> traverse, up on the bandwagon, Chevy traverse. Hit the other way. <laughs> but it wasn't even that. I wasn't paying attention. I often don't pay attention when I'm driving, which is Uh-oh, why I am it? embracing autonomous vehicles. The minute that they have a, you don't have to do anything. Just get in the pod and hit buttons to let you, to take you wherever it is you want to go. I will buy that. I'll be the first person to buy that. And if I get smashed, you know, smashed up because it decides to make a left and hop a curve or hop a curve and go into oncoming traffic or fly off for a cliff, it's whatever. I'm well insured. Where did she, is she there? She I, I was gone no, for a quit. second. I was disconnected. I didn't quit. <laughs> I'm here. It kicked me out. She rage quit. She rage quit. <laughs> I quit. You know, you say that. You say that. I, I don't know how many times I walk into my shop and I don't see somebody because we, we're loosey goosey on lunchtime. So it's like, hey, when it's lunchtime, just go. Uh, just make sure you make it back in an hour or whatever. So people just leave and they get to a stopping point on the car and then they just go. And so I come out and I'm like, hey, did uh, Brandon rage quit today? What else, Brandon? And I think Chris rage quit today. Just, you know, it's every single time. It's rage quit. We just assume. Not, hey, so-and-so went to lunch. It's so-and-so rage quit. They're gone. I'll I'm, be back I'm looking for the, quit. <laughs> that's it. I'm looking for the picture of the dinner at Kansas City so I can send it to her so she can see <laughs> Now, now, hold on now. This I knew a picture was coming. so beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it though? Picture, no, the, the, I knew jelly. the picture was happening. The whole point, everybody's smiling. And, you know, I do stupid stuff because I think it's funny. And so I, 
and I'm the only one laughing. I, I get it, but still, I think it's funny. And so I thought it'd be funny to have everybody smiling. There was this big group picture and me in the background, just mean mugging the crap out of Lucas. So that's what we did. That's what I did. And so they caught the picture. <laughs> I like it. There you go. See, it worked out well. It worked out well. Romance. That's exactly <laughs> right. And don't you forget it either. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, the I gotta bromance. know the, of the bromance. I, I gotta know how do you become the like most successful shop owner in North Carolina? Like how? Whatever. I mean, your people love you, and everybody around you loves your shop, and like the people at IGONC are like, "Hey, listen, we got to have her as a member because she is like our entire industry in the state." L- this chick's doing awesome. How in the heck did you do it? I have no idea. I didn't even know it was that serious, man. I yeah, just love people. I really do love my customers. If I don't like you, you know it. It takes a whole lot. So, like, I really introduce myself as me. I'm here right. to help. I like people. I like old people, young people. The 30-year-olds, I don't like them that much anymore right now. But I'm learning to love them. <laughs> um, I mean, I, there's, what's the point not to? It, it is. I get the knots because all of the stress I take on from the people, but it makes me happy. I'm there all day, so I might as well be happy doing it and make a couple friends. You know, I mean, I no go to the bank. I, I go to the you bank. You go to the bank for your friends. All day. No, I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I like go. Them still. <laughs> well, because I don't allow. I guess I don't allow people to come in with the, the attitude of customers always right. Um, do this for me, 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 me. I need this now. I need it yesterday. It's all your fault. You're not doing that at Brown's Automotive. I'm sorry. Um, so I kind of nip that in the bud early with a little humor, a little sass. Hey, I can help you out. Can't do what you want me to do, but this is what we can do. Um, hold on, hold on. This is some BS. I, no, if it's I not. Sass somebody, I'll get punched. If you sass somebody, you'll di- get punched. You will. But well, I, I get you, it. There's a double standard here. Well, so you've I get got that. to have the attitude here. and the the sassiness. I'm a character. <laughs> it's a whole character. Yeah, listen. He ain't. Let me promise you this. He's got lots of things. Character ain't one of them. Don't say that. He's got that voice, and he's probably melting customers' hearts with that voice. You got you got the wrong voice. I don't know what you're talking about. I I, I sound like um uh, uh I'm congested always, and uh it's it's a garbled mess. Uh, I, I sound you know, like I, the countryest chick in the world. What are you talking about? Did no, you no, hear no. Me talking? Lucas sounds like the countryest chick in the world. No, you dang right. I'm the countryest <laughs> chick in the world. Listen, don't you even, don't you even, hey, don't you be giving her my title. Come on now. I ain't got a problem with it. It's just, I'm, I don't know. I've become a character that I wasn't aware of until I start focusing on trying to get reviews because it became a big deal to have reviews. Yeah. And then it's like, who is it? Sally, whatever, the lady. They love me. They really love me. It's really um, cool. Sally Fields. Yeah. Yeah. That lady. Yeah. yeah. So you don't um, find it exhausting though? It is exhausting. So, um, you probably don't notice my dad has had this shop since I was three. So a lot of my customers, some of those people were like dead, but a lot of my customers uh, have known me since I was young, young, young. And so I can freely be myself. And so there's one customer, um, he's a mess. He's funny. I love him. 
he asked me one day and he's white dude. I think he's about 60 states. He's about 60 years old. He's like, Hey, do you ever get tired of all the juking and jiving? And I was like, yes, sir, master, I do. And he, <laughs> he was like, you're crazy, but it is tiresome, but it gets me through the day, dude. I'm just like, my car is <laughs> out front. <laughs> We're so I'm not gonna get you, yeah you gotta have to like get rid of that i'm sorry beep 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 beep, beep. nobody's gonna be like oh my what god talking about? that's gonna be the clip that's yeah. gonna be the clip you can drive it all day yes sir absolutely <laughs> so i say tough. yes sir absolutely <laughs> and all righty all day long but if i start out like that and i'm having a crappy day you just kind of fake it till you make it and I just Amen. dance throughout the whole day. Like, Amen. I don't know. I That's guess you guys do follow huge... me on Facebook. My mom yeah. danced yeah, in Mother's you Day. For years. My mommy, did y'all see that? My mom was dancing all day that. Mother's Day. It's hilarious. You got to go back and look on Mother's Day. Go, so, But that's me in the shop because I got to work and the guys were like, you do that all day. Like I walk outside, they're listening to whatever country, Western trap music. I have no idea. But I'm just going to stop and bust a move because... Dude, we're, we're like really uh, yeah. Um, boy, you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah, I got a busted move. It's either like a praise dance, like, all right, we're going to work this out. These cars are leaving on time. Or it's going to be like, you know what? Forget everybody. Our cars are out front. We're going home. It's just, Amen. I yeah. love that. I love that. Like, it's, that it's, is it's, awesome. Like, if you come in with an attitude and oh, blah, 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 it's like, you know what, Tanika, your cars are running fine you really don't have to do this and i'm going to smile at you and say hey (laughs) yeah no you know my staff always laughs at me because one of the things that i do like you know i've got this this thought process that i'll put in place because i'm grouchy right i'm I'm just a grouchy dude and so like you know i go through chick-fil-a in the morning and they mess up my order right and and until you try and order keto chick-fil-a never messes up an order man you're about to be something else roman see Thing. That hey, wasn't me. Hey. They never mess Chick- up an order. Chick Fil A does not mess up orders. I'm using that as an example. I'm using Why that. would you pick okay. Chick Fil A? Though you don't that's pick Chick Fil A. McDonald's. Okay. McDonald's doesn't ever get the order right, so we'll use McDonald's as an example. Okay? Don't mess with God's chicken. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna mess with God's chicken. I I agree. It's really good. You know, our Chick Fil A's been closed for like eight weeks now. They are remodeling the Chick Fil A to make it more efficient. And my wife and kids are really upset about it. Very upset I'm about it. And my, my wife, pearls. she uses the ice. You know, she uses the ice to make her drink. So we buy a bag of ice once a week. And, yes. and she doesn't want any other kind of crushed ice. She wants no. their crushed ice. Because it's really like hospital uh, ice. Yes, it is. Yes. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you know, they mess up my order. And, and I say, huh, this is the worst thing that happens today. Everything's gonna be all right, it's and then when I right. cut my finger off at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, you know, if this is the worst thing that happens today, everything's gonna be all more. right. Yeah, it is a mindset, David. You need to listen up, buddy, because this this could change your life. It is a mindset, oh, like battlefield of the mind. Mindset is important. I mean, because I would flip yes. out. I really had Absolutely. to stop listening to certain music on the way to work because by the time I got to work I'll stab you like so I'm listening to podcast or a whole lot of Dave Matthews band like Ant Smarkin hang on I gotta know are you listening to this podcast I am listening to this podcast 
And I am listening to Remarkable, Remarkable Results Radio. Oh, man. Karm's awesome. A little bit. Of, what did I call the guy the other day? The 800 guy? <laughs> <laughs> 180 uh, they, biz. Yeah, 180 yeah. biz. There's 800 guy. So it's a mindset. I'm choosing to go into work, smile a whole lot until my face hurts, dance a little bit, and um, hit my numbers. There you go. That's admirable. I don't. I don't know how. I can't do it. I can, I can dance. do it for like. I can dance. Yeah, you know, some music comes on. And you're like, yeah, it's my jam. But I'm talking about like being like very nice and you know over that. That's what I told. I told my service advisor. I said, look, I can stand out there and smile, and everybody's my friend. I'll cut it up, and I'm like, I am exhausted. Like it is five exhausting. minutes into the conversation, I oh, just man. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Um, because you know, I'd prefer they like just throw the keys at me and you know i wave and they wave back and we just kind of understand each other they leave and then i fix their car and they come they pay me we're done um, it's because you ain't you from know, the south people work. are like too people for you yeah they're too people i'm not a high eye you sound like a high eye i need to take Luke that test i keep eye. reading about disc, it i haven't you know, taken it yet. profile yeah so i need like to know what eye. i need yeah I need to take that. You're a high eye, I can tell. What, what do you have to smoke? To become <laughs> but then a high I'll eye. get home and I'm done. I'm, uh, it, it's mad, maddening sometimes because I'll get home and my youngest son probably is a high eye. He's a high something because he is on a hundred all the time. The garage door opens and he's sitting there like, hey, mommy, how's your day? I'm like, look, dude, calm down. Six o'clock. Yeah. I have no more. So I don't like when I come home and I don't have anything left for the kids. Yeah. yeah, that is tough. Yeah, so it does take a lot out. It's it, it's tough. And even throughout the day, if I'm um almost like on E, I'll see somebody coming through the door and I'll look at Bill and say, I have no more. You take that. Yeah. And they're looking for me, guys. I just got a service advisor two years ago. And I think both of you know that um I need another one. But I always thought I needed somebody else in there with me. But they still won't talk to him. They come and look for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That That's something that, that, you know, I had to back away, right? Because that was what we had in our shop. And at the time, I had been doing everything, right? I was yeah. I was the advisor. I was the technician. I was everything. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I found was is I literally had to back out of that. Because it was exhausting, right? And like you said, mm-hmm. there are times that I don't have any more. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. Something's come up. Um, and, and you know, I'm sure you can relate to this. You know, when I go home, and, and you brought it up, so I, I want to talk about it a little bit. When I go home and I see, you know, I've got a two-year-old and a 10-year-old. And I've got a wife. Oh. And they're my whole world. And... There were times that I would go home and I was so exhausted that that the last thing I wanted to do was have a conversation. The last thing that I wanted to do was play. The last thing that I wanted to do was be dad. I wanted to go lay down and go to sleep. And right. I'm kind of like the emotional guy. When things go wrong, I take them really personal and, and I feel bad and I'm like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done this. And I run it over in my head over and over and over again trying to come up with a solution. And the reality is, is there's not really a solution to it. It just is. And I couldn't have controlled it. I couldn't have changed it, but that stops me from being dad. And that's a, I think that's something that, that a lot of owners 
miss. And, and, and I know what Dutch is going to say, like, you know, the blessings of tomorrow are paid for with today's, um, sacrifices. I get it. I really do. Yeah, But a two year old. Yeah. You, you don't, don't get that. Yeah. You don't, you don't get, get that. that back. Back. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, so, I think I've been so lucky to have my kids at work with me a lot. Right. Right. But they're at that age. that can do that. You can't have a two year old in the shop. Well, you know, and, and the shop's right next to the house, so I can walk over there and, and say hello. But, but you know, it's one thing to be at home. It's mm-hmm. another thing to be wholly present at home. It's another thing to be wholly present as mom or dad and not yeah. just inundated with work. Because at the end of the day, you mentioned Rick. And and Rick has been my business coach for years. And and for some mm-hmm. reason, everybody else watches his videos and they get piped up. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to yell at me for that. Um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, long story short, we've been working together for a long time. And, and you know, he had to get on to me over and over and over again. Like, look, dude, you got to be a dad. You got to let this stuff go. If you run out of cars to fix. That's a problem. You're looking at this like you've got to fix every single car that's in the bay today. And you're looking at it like you need to make sure every single customer is as happy as they can get. You have unrealistic expectations. You're never going to run out of cars to work on. You've got to make time for this. Right? You've got to stop devoting all of your energy, all of your emotion, all of your time to this shop. And you got to be dad. And I think that that's so easy you know, for some of us to get into, we get caught in this trap. And, and I think it's, it's sad because you wake up 10 years later and you look back and say, what in the hell have I done? Right. And it's so yeah. easy to get there. Yeah. That's where you're I compartmentalized think- though. Like you don't even, I don't need, I don't answer or I, I try to avoid work emails during the weekend and text messages and things like that, or you try to handle them really quickly and not to dwell on them because, man, they can ruin your entire weekend when you get that car that you just finished Friday night and it's mm-hmm. Saturday in the middle of the day. The car's making a noise. Like, come on, you gotta be kidding. Me. Imagine living and next I get it, to the it's shop. It's a crisis for the customer. Imagine. Yeah, I know. That's that's nuts. Imagine living next to the shop and it's it's two a.m. And you hear a tow truck pull in and you, you pull up your phone and you see on the rollback, them unloading that car you finished Friday afternoon. And you're like, Oh oh my God, you know? Oh, that's too close. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know you stayed beside your shop like that. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad I don't live in Chapel Hill on purpose because I would hate to see these people in the grocery store because that would be exhausting. (laughs) Yes. That's see, that's exactly how I am too. Like, if it's work hours, I'll go and I'll say hello because, you know, you see your customers. Yeah. But I live 10 minutes or so, 10, 12 oh, minutes away from the no, shop. No, no, no. And, I, like, it's a completely different area. Like, I, it, those customers don't come down here. We don't go up there. You know, it's 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 separated enough that, you know, it's a completely different neighborhood. So, you just you never see those customers ever. So No, I live close to Jay's shop. I don't know if you've been to Jay. Oh, yeah. shop in Durham. So I not too far from there. I don't think I could live close to where I worked. I um was in church one day and in the sanctuary and the lady, hey Tanika, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at her like, honey, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> you, know, you think I'm your best friend at work, but and I said, I said, you know, I have no idea who you are, but I'm sure you're great. I'm just like looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't see you beside your car, don't know who you are. 
It's a game I play with myself. I, you're, you're just a crazy lady hollering at me at church. So anyway, but it's exhausting. But um, I've been really lucky. I had my kids with me at work That's since awesome. birth. Yeah. And they'd had a nanny for about four years each, and she only lived a mile or two, two miles away. But I think the customers seeing me being mom, they see the boys, they're watching them grow. They know that I'm trying to do everything. And I think they respect that because it was so funny. I had a customer say, hey, why are you not open on Saturday? Because one, I like my kids. And two, I won't want to. Why? Why are you not at work on Saturday? Yep. And then he laughed. It's like, yeah, I can't give you everything. Like, get on my nerves, but I want to go home. Yeah. I'm going to use that line. Yeah, why I, I've been working? saying because my wife would kill me, but really it's because she she wouldn't be happy. She she doesn't like it if I do leave and hey, I gotta go up to the shop on a Saturday. She doesn't like that. She wants me to be home with the family, right? And I get that. But also, I just didn't want to work Saturdays any longer. Yeah, where I had to be somewhere and I had to open up and open to the public. I forget that noise there. But I'm gonna try that. Why aren't you working on? Saturday? <laughs> why are you not working on Saturday? Okay, there you go. Uh, Next. So, but like Lucas said, you, um, you have to disconnect. You have to let it go. I try to let it go. I try not to be in this office. I do a lot of financial work at home, do my taxes at home. I do my big accounting here in the office so I can have a big mess everywhere and I can focus without being interrupted. So I can count to a hundred without someone coming in and saying, A, B, C, D, F, G. So I can focus. Um, the, my boy, my youngest kid will come in here and look at me like I'm crazy. Like we're supposed to go for a walk at eight o'clock. And so he's cracked the door and rolled his eyes at me. So he's going to fuss me out later, but he'll be fine. <laughs> he can't fight me yet. Well, hold on. We need his perspective I, on the podcast too. I mean, we got to hear from him too. I mean, yeah, we don't want to hear from on. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's the future of the shop. He's a trip. You know, it, it's yeah. interesting oh, because gonna do. we've been friends on Facebook long enough. I've kind of seen them grow up. You know what I mean? It seems like they, when we yeah. became friends, they seemed a lot younger. And now, like, I'm yeah. like, holy cow, They're you know? Huge. Like Santana's, and, on, he's, like, I, I'm getting ready to go and do a lot of traveling with my oldest son because he's being recruited for football and by various colleges. And my customers are like, oh, what, what is he doing? Who is he looking at? And everyone's like, I didn't even know you were paying attention. Because I do allow some customers to be my Facebook friends because they can right. see me act out. Um, but yeah, I didn't even know a lot of my customers were so connected. So yeah. the boys been blessed. So they're kind of yeah. like my marketing. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you they see make the it family. Official, though. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta actually put them on the payroll. See, that's what you do. <laughs> Especially if they're young enough. The youngest one works and he will do as told. He'll go out there and help the guys. That oldest kid of mine, he doesn't know your Toyota from a Tesla. It is hilarious. It is a joke in the household. Santana cares nothing about a car. Nothing. He worked last summer. I made him work and it was like pulling teeth. But I wanted him to know basics. But he'd rather go out there and cut all the grass, clean up, than work on a car. Right. He does not want to do it. And he's not going to come in there and talk to customers because, one, he's probably going to look at them like, why are you here? Why are you still talking to me? <laughs> I can, Like David, he's probably not. He, you and Santana get along. Santana's a Gemini, too. He's hilarious. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know who means. I'm going to get. I don't know who I'm going to get <laughs> with him. But Jordan is really good. He's going to be the one in the office joking and driving. So I, I got to ask, you know, you've been in 
that shop since you were a little kid, right? And right. and I kind of have a perspective of what it's like to be a business owner's um, child because, you know, my family, I, I remember we took a couple vacations, but my mom and daddy have been working 364 days a year since <sighs> way before I was born. Big side. Right. Big and, side. and they work 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Seven days a week. No ifs, hands, or buts yeah. about it. That's just what they do. And, uh, you know, so I remember a lot of things, but but it never really occurred to me that we weren't spending time together. It never came across as all mom and dad think about is work. That's just what we did, right? It didn't ever seem like that. What was your experience like growing up in a shop? The same. So, um my dad started the shop 1980, and we started off as a body shop. I don't know if you guys knew that. Mm-hmm. Started off as a body shop 1980 in Carborough, all right? Mm-hmm. And I think he lived, in my mind, it was a million miles, but about five miles from the shop at that time. And my parents were not together when I was, well, period. I tell anybody, it's a joke that I was their high school project. <laughs> um, so, like, my mom was 15 and dad was 16 when they had me. So, I'm really blessed because statistically, you know, who knows? Right. I, people don't know their dad when they're born. You know what I'm saying? That kind of situation. But I'm daddy's girl has always been, and I spent every summer with him that I can ever remember. Um, but he had these two dogs, Smokey and Bandit, uh, Doberman, Doberman Pinchers. So a red one and a black one. And dad worked from sunup to sundown. Sometimes I'm pretty sure he spent the night at the shop. Right. But my job was I would get up in the morning, I don't know, eight to 10 and the dogs would walk me to work. Oh, that's awesome. And so this is the 80s. I'm walking by myself as a, uh, I'm less than 10 years old, but these dogs walked me to work. They were well trained and I would take the path and I remember walking by the Napa Auto Store. I would walk by CarQuest. I would walk by Domino's and I would talk to these people. I'd walk by Hatley's. There's another garage in the area. And I knew all these people growing up. I still know them. And they knew I was on the way to work. That was Brown's daughter. And then he'd take me home, get me in bed, and the dogs babysat me for a little bit. And then, of course, he had other people that watched after me. But he worked all the time. But everybody in my family works like that. My mom, grandmother. Um, was like that everybody is a workaholic. I do remember vacations when we would go, dad would sleep the whole time. Yeah. He really would be knocked out. Right. Um, he's such a great granddad now. It is hilarious to watch him with the boys because all he can do, all he has to do is play. Yeah. Like he took the baby to Bosco Beach. He took a mud and they just have a ball. So his work is paid off, but I'm used to it. So I don't know anything different and I don't have any regrets. Right. Right. And like I'm and, not going to be on Oprah saying, oh, my dad worked so much and I wish he spent more time with me. I'm glad of the time that we had together. You know, and, and I kind of look at it the same way. And, and it's funny because they, they talk about my grandfather and um, and on my dad's side, I, I was very young when he died. But they they laughed because they took him to the beach one time in his entire life. And dad said, we walked out on the beach and said, we just want you to see it. You need to see it. It's beautiful. And said, RJ walked out onto the beach, looked up, looked down, said, all right, I've seen it. I'm ready to go home, go back to work. (laughs) Uh, You know, and that, that was the life that, that they lived. And that's the life my parents have lived their entire life. And, and, you know, 
I think it's easy for us all to say that you can't be happy and do that. You can be happy and do that, but you've got to know what's important, right? I still remember coming home on Sunday mornings. We would They would close and we'd go to church on Sunday morning. And we'd come home and mama would have a chicken in the oven that she put in before we went to church. And we'd get back and she'd make biscuits and chicken and, you know, and I still remember that to this day. And it yeah. never seemed odd that we worked all the time. It never seemed odd that we worked right, or lived right above where we worked. It didn't seem odd. It just seemed like that's what our family does. Um, but they were mom and dad. And they loved me and they cared about me and my brothers. They were engaged. They didn't disengage. They weren't mean. They weren't hateful because things went wrong at work. They were just happy all the time. And I think that's one of the only areas that that I look at and say, hey, I've got to work on this because the auto repair industry can be so stressful and people can be so mean yeah. and so hateful. You got to be really careful. You don't take that home. Right. You know, people our, can be really mean and hateful. Yeah. Yeah. Our other business yeah. is all about people being happy. I'll never forget. We had a lady fall in, uh, in our tourist attraction one time she came out and dad had seen it on the security cameras and he's eating a cheeseburger laughing when she comes back through the door. And I want to say all because he laughed at her. They got something like $1.3 million from the insurance company because he's over here like cackling. She comes in, she's like, I'm hurt. And he's like, hold on, let me rewind it. And I'll show you what happened. <laughs> Just my dad. And, um, you know, and he's always just had a good time and not worried about it. And, and you know, um, I think as I age, I, I pick up on more and more of that and, and people will come in and they're like super serious and super upset. And I'm like, yeah, hate to hear that, but you know, it's going to be a great but, day, buddy. <laughs> you know, That is me all day. I mean, I remember this one and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, you're going to overstep your boundaries. So this guy comes in, he's got all these problems with this van. And he was like, oh, so you're going to throw the van away. I said, the van hasn't done anything to you and you haven't done anything <laughs> to it. So this is not a van problem. You broke the van. Okay. You didn't do anything for the last six months that I've been telling you. Now you've got a $4,000 bill and it's all your fault. And he looked at me like, are you serious? I was like, listen, dude, you're not going to blame us on this van. Van didn't do anything. Yep. I told you on this date, this date. But I do it and I do it with humor because I really want you to think about it. The van didn't break down. It didn't. Yeah. I've been telling you one by one and it's all coming together now and you want to throw the van away. You did it. You know, it sounds like you're teaching your clients to have a different thought process. Think outside the box. Like br break that break that stressful situation up and say, Hey, let's look at this from a different perspective. You know, I do that a lot. I have fun with that. And I promise you. Um, so today is Thursday, Tuesday, a customer call. And she said, Tanika, do you remember you told me that a car usually gives you a sign and that I need to pay attention to the symptoms? And I said, yeah, you were listening to Aunt Nika. That's what Aunt Nika. She's like, yeah. She's like, so my car is starting really slow in the morning, but it starts. I said, so one more, you're going to get in there and it's going to give you the finger and not start. So won't you go ahead and plan to get it fixed instead of it breaking down and messing up your whole morning? And she said, you told me and I listened. I said, I wish my kids listened to me the same way, but I'll take that. You know, I just sit there and try to talk to them in human 
Like, yeah. you guys are real technical. You know, you started a conversation. You're real technical, this, that, whatever. And I'm like, listen, honey, if you don't fix these brakes, you're going to have to put your <laughs> foot out the door to stop this van. And that might hurt. Uh, you, my ter- you know, my service advisor told this lady, she came in and it's, the, the AC compressor was making noise. And she thought something was wrong with the engine and this, that, and the other. And we just pulled the, the AC relay. And he's like, is that... Is she going to be able to make it home? And I'm like, yeah, she'll make it home. But those tires, those tires are completely bald. Like she better be right with the Lord before she takes off with those tires. So he walks into the to the lobby and he's like, well, we pulled the relay. So it's the AC compressor is not going to kick on. So it won't make any noise. He goes, but those tires, man, you're, you're driving those tires. Like Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and they looked at yeah. him and they started laughing. <laughs> Hey, I, because you, it makes you, you human. What? It makes you not a person that's just trying to sell something. Yeah, you yeah. know, don't. You're not. Yes, you came to me. I didn't come find you. But if I don't tell you what's wrong with your car, then you should be mad at me. I'm going to tell you what's wrong, and sister, this is what we're going to do. You need to do this yesterday. All right, you can save some money for some tires. Get ready for this, and um, or you're about to die if you keep driving this car. And I'll say, you know, you know you're about to die, right? Look at this. Come here. Look at this. And just come on out here with me. I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not following a script. There's no, oh, da, 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 da. I ain't got time for that. That's not who I am. So let's look at this tire. This is a Maypop. Maypop today, Maypop tomorrow. I don't know what you want to do. Now, if you leave after I have shown you this, that is on you. I don't want you to think that I'm selling you things. You know, these are things that are wrong. Yep. Well, my uncle will do it. Well, sweetie, why your uncle didn't do your oil change? That's it. Those That's are my it. favorite. You know, I'm just I'm there to make them see that I'm a human, and if I become a crook, you know, if Brown's Automotive is all about just taking your money. Then that's my name, and I don't have anywhere else to go. So I'm not going to ruin my own name. That's ridiculous. I'm going to teach you. We're not going to talk car. We're going to talk common sense. You need brakes. You got to stop the car. It's not an option. You need tires. It's not an option. These things are options. You should do them. I strongly suggest like a speed limit that you should do these things. But a stop sign, you might want to stop at that joke. You just might want to do this. <laughs> you and, know, um, it, that, that is so awesome. That, that is so awesome. So, you know, and, and we're from the South, right? D- David doesn't the understand South. the South. And I'm in a I'm in a different part of the South than you are, even though we're really close. We're from the mountain south, right? You're the mountains. We still got the mountain folk up here. Um, Exactly. I'll send you a documentary. (laughs) And um, they make up words. They make no. I'm not kidding. They make up words. They are not made up. It's Scotch Irish, bro. No, 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 no. The documentary said that they just of whatever West Virginia. Have you guys no. seen that one? No, this is no, this is North Carolina. Like this is uh, around where Lucas lives. There, these look like very nice people. I find it hilarious. So it's a, it's it's a fascinating documentary, and it was like what ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, when they shoot that thing. Yeah, I, I would say it's actually I mean, in the two thousands. Really? Yeah. And anyway, if it, they were just talking about how they would just make up words. And they what? they talked about some of the words, like oh yeah, this word. Yeah, I know that means this. Sagoggle, and and some of it is like that's sagoggle. You've yes, yeah. What he said. <laughs> what that mean Absolutely. again? Absolutely, sagoggle. 
Psy goggle, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, but but here's the thing: is we're from the south. Oh yeah, so that's crooked. Yes, that's what it meant. Yes, the 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 wall. Oh, cattywampus. Yeah, cattywampus. Like same that. thing. Yeah, like cattywampus. Yeah, like, well, well, there you go. So you know, but but people here are used to us, right? Like they don't look at you right. funny when you talk people here, you know, we got ASU. So sometimes people look at me a little bit funny until they get used to it. But for the most part, everybody just nods and smiles and we go on about our way. Well, you know, yeah. Rick, who you talked about his videos a while ago, you notice he's got that Northern accent. I will, it's kind of funny. I will never forget as long as I live. <laughs> he comes down here all the time and he's in the shop and I'm explaining why, one of my clients needs a timing belt. And I swear to God, Rick looks right up at him. He says, sir, do you go to church on Sunday? And he said, sure do. He said, well, I tell you what, you better put an extra $5 in that pan when it comes by, because it's only by the grace of God, your car's still on the road. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And that fella looks up at him. And I mean, he just looked and nodded and turned around and walked out the door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because you, you're with Appalachian States up there, but UNC is right down the street. Yeah. yeah. So we and then we're, was well, it Cary, Apex, all the technology yeah. companies around there. So people move in this community. It's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood on crack. And it's called Briar Chapel. And it's the people from up north. And when they come in here and they're moving 100,000 miles an hour and they need everything yesterday and they want to negotiate and they're going to tell me. I let them know <laughs> with my Southern charm. Like, hey, 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 hey. Slow down, brother. This is the South. You're talking too fast. That's what it. we doing? <laughs> no. We ain't going to do that. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. I'll tell you what I can do for you. This is what I can do. And I love that. This is my new thing. I don't like to tell people no, but I learned that no is very powerful. So instead of no, because people don't like no, I say, listen, can't do that. But this is what I can do. Will that work for you? And if it doesn't, then you on your own, huh? Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we don't we do not do that. I tell them, we don't do it in the South. I need my inspection done. It's due. I say, like, yeah, that's $13.60. I ain't thinking about that money. I can do it on next Wednesday. Right. And, and the thing is. Wednesday at the next. And look, and the thing is, is that, that <laughs> it's setting that expectation. You do it one time and they expect it every yeah. other time. If you set the expectation. The from the Northeast, they're not going to. They're not going to understand. They're like, oh, I'll find somebody else. Uh, you know, and. and I'm Chapel Hill, you won't, because we're close. Well, there's a there's because I throw no shop under the bridge. We talk, and I'm like, look, you might want to not fix that fool's car. I'm just letting you know he on the way. Bye. You know, I will call Chapel Hill Tire. I will call Sanders, and I was like, Mm-mm, "Don't do that. He's crazy. Don't do it." There's a it's on the way. There's a tow company in town, and, and it reminds me of of them. I was in there one time, and this kid came in. He was upset because they had towed his car, and he comes in and and he starts, you know, you son of a bitch, this and that. And and the first thing he said was, is he said, how much is it? And, and they said, it's $150. And it's you son of a bitch, this and that. And he said, okay, it's $100. <laughs> yep. And dude, I'm telling you what, it went on and on and on until this kid goes outside, calls a Boone police officer. Boone police officer shows up, comes up to the door, and he explained the whole scenario. He said, uh, you know what I would do? The kid said, what? He said, I'd shut my damn mouth and pay the man. He's got I your car. So. <laughs> you know? I think I can't remember which one of you I sent those recordings of the young man that got a little bit out of hand with me. Mm. I was sister girl and he was threatening me. And 
um, your business is legitimate. I'm going to sue you. I know people that will come and F you up, this, that, and whatever. So I simply took, we installed a battery in his car, one mm-hmm. battery. And he wanted me to do something electrical with some aftermarket things, cameras and stuff. And I said, you know, I'm not doing that. You should take it back to where you got it from. That's not what's draining your battery because it's not, that's not the problem. But I see what you got going on. You need to take it back there. You incompetent, blah, blah, blah. I recorded him. I called um, the local tow company. I said, hey, Brooke, young lady that owns it now, her dad's uh, retired. I got a car that you guys bought up here. I want you to listen to this. Listen to what he said. He called me everything but a B and an N word. Mm-hmm. Everything but. And I said, so I want you to come take this car off my lot and take it back to his house. And I'm being, right now I'm smiling and talking. This is what I call being nasty Because, yeah, you need to get this car away from here and now. And she said, really? I said, really? Just tow it back to his house. I'll pay for it. I just want to be over with. I can't. I'm not going to do this today. So they come pick up the car. And the guy is disabled. I don't know because he had an accident. He broke his leg or if he's really disabled. But at that point, I couldn't care any less. The tow truck driver towed the car back to his house, blocked the driveway, blocked everything I mean, the way he dropped the car off must have been horrible because this guy calls back and has a fit. (laughs) And so he's calling the cops and he calls Chatham County Sheriff's Department. Chatham County Sheriff's Department. Those are all Facebook friends. The next county over. (laughs) His mom is a customer. His brother is my dad's good best friend. I can walk to their house and eat in the kitchen, just open the fridge if I wanted to. Go ahead. Call them. Call them. Yeah. And I let them listen to the recording. They just left. What if an ambulance, if an ambulance have to come for you, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I would love to see the picture of how he dropped that car in that man's yard, but he was mad. But you don't do, we don't do that here, sir. This is the South because we'll That's pay it. you back. That's it. You, you respect one another. It'll be slow and drawn out. You, you, you respect, respect one another. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to do that here today, sir. Not today. Mm-mm. You know, I, I remember. People try it. Oh, yeah. They try it all the time. And I, I remember. There was this really, and I I had so much respect for him. He owned a shop in town for every bit of 50 years. And his name was Johnny. And um, I had this really interesting experience because, you know, I'm a shop owner. I've known Johnny my entire life. And um, Johnny is a Volkswagen expert. I mean, to say the man was a Volkswagen expert is an understatement, right? And... Uh, one of my employees had a Volkswagen. He took it over there because he wanted something specifically done that Johnny did. He took it to Johnny and Johnny was just really straight up and rude and and harsh. And, um, and he said, man, he said, he charged me like 500 bucks to do that. And I said, that, that's a little steep, but you know, is that what he told you? He said, yeah, that's what, what he said. And I said, well, I'll take you over there to get your car and you can pay the man and we can go. Walked through the door and he recognized that we were together. He thought the guy was a college kid. And uh, he said, oh, man, don't even, you know, i tell you what, $200. Don't even worry about it. We'll be fine. So him and him and this guy walked off. They started talking. And he said, you know, I, I was reflecting on the fact that he had always been so rude to this guy. And uh, I asked his wife, I said, why is Johnny like that? And she said, Lucas, she said, Johnny has spent his life making every client who's walked through this door's problems his. 
And he's taken every single thing that's ever happened personally, everybody that's ever been upset, he's taken it personally like it's a personal attack against him and it's made him bitter. And I thought, man, I better never do that, <laughs> you know? And I, 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 I just remembered that ever since. And I pro- that was probably the first year I started the shop. And it was... You have to give it back to them. Don't take yeah. it home. Yeah. I take... I take home stuff when people are having a hard time and I want to figure out how to help them. Yeah. But if you're just being a jerk, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to let you, and I'm going to give you some of mine. You're not giving that to me because <laughs> my job is to help you. I had, I didn't break your car. I don't, I didn't, I'm not responsible for your money troubles. Yeah. I didn't do it. Um, somehow when that one fool comes through, God, or whoever you guys believe, God sends three more to say, forget him. I got three more back here for you. I promise you, this was last year. And I don't, you know, some guys hate coupons. coupons. I do coupons. The guy comes in, he calls the Friday before and he says, well, how much is an oil change for this Mini Cooper? Give me a quote for an oil change, air filters and blah, blah, blah. He decides to do the oil change. I'll do the air filters myself, make the appointment for Monday. I do the work. He comes back in with a coupon and tells me, you're going to do it for this price. I said, I'm not. Um, you should have presented the coupon. What I can do is give you the discount that's allowed on the coupon. And that's what I can do because this doesn't apply to your car. But he knew this when he started this oh, argument. Yeah. I know that. Um, <clears throat> but before he got there with his drama, I had a really good customer. I call him Coach. He, was a, he used to play in the NFL and he's a great guy. Coach comes in. He says, Tanika, I thought I could put this headlight bulb in by myself. I can't. I know you're going to come out here and do this in a second and make me look bad. Don't worry about it, coach. I'll be right there. Um, So Mini Cooper guy decides that he is going to start dropping F-bombs. And he's not going to pay for his car. And this right, this, this is, you know, bait, you know, bait. You got me in here. You're not earning a coupon. I'm going to tell everybody I'm going on Instagram or whatever, the internet, and tell people you're horrible. Okay, that's great. So he's going on and on and on. Coach comes up behind him. This is a shorter guy. Coach is a big guy. He comes up, puts his hand on his shoulder. He says, guy, buddy, I think it's time for you to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my back. He just looked at a little, little tap like, uh-uh, I think it's time for you to go. Let's go. Yeah. And nobody believes that if you got 500 great reviews, that one fool that's having a rant. And the way I answered him back was definitely with the help with of ASOG. It's like, you, what do I do? Hey, sorry you're not happy. This is just not the shop for you. Amen. Be blessed. I Amen. made myself look good. I gave it back to him. This is not the place. I'm sorry I couldn't make you happy. Okay, yep. bye-bye. Now, bye-bye. Yeah. But I've got so many customers that have my back. And when those people come through, like I said, God sends you so many more to say, hmm, you're doing a great job. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep going forward. But me learning to give people their own mess back, say, hey, you're not going to leave this on my porch. That's like my greatest lesson in the last year. Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not taking that home. Yeah. I'll take home that mom whose van is broke down for the hundredth time and she can't afford it. And I'm trying to figure out how I can help her. I'll take that home. Nothing else. Man, bye. I got kids at home. My car outside. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And I, I really, you know, I had never thought about it. The fact that you say, you know, look, my car's outside and it runs fine. Sorry. You and, know, yeah. not I'm my here problem. To help. You know, not, not my problem. Not my monkey. Not my show. That's it. 
that's it. That is a that's yeah. a pretty powerful thought process because you know, I think it all comes down to like what we put in, right? The thought process, the the mindset that we have, what we're willing to give power to. Right. Like if we're oh, willing yeah. to to really feed into that and we start thinking about it, you know, I'm I'm the guy who who gets mad and then I think about what that person's saying inside their head. You idiot. You don't even know what they're saying. You don't even know what their thoughts are. Like what why are you even trying this? And and yet I'm over here raging about it, just knowing what they're saying and what they're thinking. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, I'm way off base. Right. Yeah. And and I so th- my people have a saying, you've got to let that go. What they eat don't make you fat. That's it. Yep. Exactly. Don't worry about that. You can't worry about that, babe. Yep. Let what it go. Got make me luck. Fat. What they're eating is probably going to. Make me, fat. It probably <laughs> me too, is man. I got a couple fat. of calories <laughs> off of it. But most of what they're eating is not making you fat. <laughs> That ain't your business. <laughs> well, listen. Because they, they probably have something going on. Yeah. Amen. And they feel like this is somebody. You've got to take it because the customer's always right and blah, blah, blah. Dude, this is not a corporation. I ain't got to fix your car. Okay? It's <laughs> yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you want to come at me with a better attitude, I will help you. I love it. I love the fact that my numbers are so good. That sometimes you can just bless somebody. Yeah. Amen. You can do it. Absolutely. And, you know, I I talk a lot of junk. I got a lot of humor. I have a lot of attitude. But at the end of the day, the fact that I can bless somebody who wasn't expecting it, who didn't ask for it. Ha! That's what's up. Don't tell me nothing. That's what I can brag on. I get the Oprah Winfrey. You get a car. You get a car. Everybody gets a car. You get a free filter. Get it. Wash that man's car. Oh, my God. You washed your car. Absolutely. Because you know what? I can. It's my prerogative. I can serve that way. I have a servant's heart. I love people. But I'm not your servant. I'm a servant of the Lord. And this is this is what I can do to give back. This is part of my tithing. I can do this. And it makes me happy to see you happy that that mom's van that had Cheetos and Cheerios everywhere, I vacuumed it because she's not a bad mom. She's just tired. I've been there so I can bless her. And it all comes back. And that's where I get my customers from. It really is. And, um, And I don't do it just to get a customer. I do it because that's what makes me come alive. Right. That's it. You know, and I, I think it's the more mindset. you do that, I think the 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 more you do that, the more you realize that a that that giving is small fries in the big scheme of thing. You know, it, it it's just a small little piece. But but the other thing is is that people begin to take note. Um, you know, it was it was around Christmas time. I had one of our really good long term clients and, and he does a lot of his own work, but he brings really complex stuff to us to do. And he walked in, he had an envelope in his hand and you know, this is when all the mask and everything's going on. So he's got a mask on it. It took me a second to figure out who it was. And he walked through the door and he handed me an envelope. And I said, what's this? He said, um, I want you to take care of somebody who needs it. I'm in a better place than I was when we first met and you helped me and I want to be able to 
pay it forward to somebody else. And I, I couldn't even remember. Oh yeah. I couldn't even remember. And, and it, it was so crazy because two days later we have a, we have a client who gets slammed in one of our loaner vehicles and it's totaled the loaner vehicle. She's in the hospital, you know, and, and it was crazy because the amount of money that he gave plus the amount of money, three other people came in and did the exact same thing. I took that money and I added it up and it was the exact amount to fix that lady's car. There you go. And I, I think that, that, you know, sometimes, and, and, you know, David laughs because we talk about the South and the way things are, you know, here we're a community, right? And, yeah. and the people we care about and, and our community is, is a whole lot more than just dollar bills or fixing cars. They're part of who we are. And so to me, I mean, I'll fix their cars. I don't care, whatever, you know, it's dollar bills, whatever. Throw them out the window if I have to. If we become so focused on the dollar bill that we forget the human aspect of it, why are we You're doing it trouble. anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When COVID started and everything was shutting down, um, I had customers, are you guys all right? Let me prepay for services. I mean, yeah. seriously, money is rolling in and I didn't need it. Just I was, I was like, we're good. We're good. Well, Tanik, you better take it and you better put it towards my account. And I'm like, because these are the people from the Wrinkle Ranch. And I'm pretty, yeah, it's like, okay, yes, ma'am. Some people you just can't say no to. Right. You know, your grandma gives you that dollar bill. You just take it and say, okay, yes, ma'am. So that just, it felt like such a great community. And then I sent out an email like, no, let's not give money to me. We're good. I want you guys to go and buy from this restaurant, such and such owes this restaurant, this restaurant, this piece of parlor. Let's do this. Um, and so it's funny how we all just came together. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about my job. Dad says, well, everybody says it's all cheesy when people say, it, but if, if you're doing what you love, then it's not work. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know how to work on no car, y'all. I can't. I can change oil. And I can put some air in your tires. I can change your air filters. I can map out a job like nobody else's business. But technical stuff never turned to wrench. Daddy wasn't having this girl with dirty hands. Right. Grew up in the shop. He wouldn't let me do anything. But I love to serve and I love to help. And that's why I don't think I could do anything else. I, I can't imagine any other job that I could have where I'm, unless I'm just helping people one-on-one. So -on -one. I've got a question. It's a little bit of a change of subject, um, and yeah. and it can be a it can be a touchy subject. But um, you know, you're a female shop owner, and you, you own one of the I mean, easily one of the best shops in North Carolina. I mean, that's a hands down oh. kind of deal. And um, you know, it makes me think. I, I'll never forget this, and we've talked about this before on the podcast. That I will I will never forget. I had a gentleman come in one time who told my wife, who was at the front counter, and I want to say she was pregnant with our second one. He came in and told her the best place for her was in the kitchen. And he didn't want to talk to her about his car. And now he was escorted off the property. And we're just going to leave it at that. Have, what has been your experience? I, 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 that's only happened once in 15 years. What's been your My experience? dad's a Marine. Right. I'm not soft. Um, 
I, a sister can cry now. I can break down and cry in a minute. Like, you know, but you're not going to intimidate me. I right. am going to stand up to you. Um, I have a lot of male cousins. I'm like one of, we don't have a lot of females in our family. I don't know what's going on with that. We can get it checked out. But um, <laughs> fighting my cousins and my uncles, well, my uncle is three years older than me. He's an uncle brother. Right. He would tell me, you might not win every fight, but damn it, let them know you were there. Amen. You scratch, you bite, you kick, you tear. You might not win it, but they better know you were there. And they would put me in the figure four and tickle me until I go to the bathroom myself. I was tortured. So I'm tough skin. I am pregnant with my oldest. And I was a big girl. I mean, this kid was nine pounds when he was born and he was two weeks early. Wow. I remember in the body shop, we had fixed the front end grill lights, not even past the rated support on a Tahoe or Suburban. And this man comes in the office. His heater core goes out. Heater core guys, you SOBs messed up my car. Whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop, cussing, cussing, cussing. And my dad says he remembers me coming from behind the desk, pregnant and all, and taking this man by the top of his collar and escorting him out the door. <laughs> and talking, because like we had um, this fish aquarium dad built, so he had this huge office, a big corporate office, and he could see in the lobby. And he said he couldn't get out there fast enough because he thought I was going to fight the man while it's preggers. But anyway, I've had people that tried me um, or try to talk down to me or get to somebody, the owner. And Bill, Bill's about, I don't know, I think Bill's 60 years old, white man that works in front office with me. And a lot of people assume, the new people assume that he's the owner. And he loves to put it in their face. Uh, no, nah, that's the boss right there. Oh, that's, that's awesome. my boss. She's the owner. <laughs> and he said that's just who he is. He loves saying it. But my dad, even when my dad was still working, people would say, I want to speak to the owner. And I'd be like, okay, then you want to talk to him? Dad, they want to speak to the owner. And he'd listen to him and say, what did she say? Well, that's it. And he'd walk away. Right. He's always had my back. Man. Yeah. You know, make people feel small real quick. He would do it. Like, what did she say? Okay. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> and back his head. That's it. He hated the front office anyway. He hated office work. So people will try you just like to do with the Mini Cooper. Yeah. Um. But I am really good at apologizing to you and making you feel guilty at the end. I think all women <laughs> can do that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like. I'm sorry that you are such a jerk and I didn't make you happy, but I really apologize. You know, you just sit there and talk to somebody and you're saying, I'm sorry. And it's all your fault, but I'm smiling the whole time I'm saying it, you know, uh, you know, I'm really good at that, but people don't intimidate. I, I can imagine some women go through that, but I don't think a lot so much anymore. Right. I don't no, know. Maybe I, I live in La La Land. I I, I don't. And and you know no, that's true. It starts with your mindset though. You were yeah. just talking about it. You don't let anybody, you know, leave that stuff on your porch. Yeah, you you're and the that, crazy one. Atti- yeah. Well, you know, yeah. people walk in with that kind of attitude. They're just maybe projecting or whatever. I mean, they're they're gonna try to make you feel small, try to make you feel stupid, and try to make you feel however they want to 
to try yeah. to make you feel and either you accept it or you don't if you don't it is what it is yeah i, yeah, I if, don't if you knew the number of people that have stormed out the front doors of this place upset because my wife looked at him and smiled and said bless your heart and bless was, your heart right bless your heart yeah just storm right out we're the not front gonna door. feel okay then right okay bye-bye right have a nice day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah not here hey, have a good day i'll talk to you later bye right you exactly. just smile and you do it yeah I've had people come back and apologize for not realizing that I was the owner. Like, oh, do, I, I didn't mean to say, I, I did not mean, I didn't think. Like younger guys, I had this one muscle dude comes in and he's making an appointment and he's talking to Bill and he's talking to Bill and I sit there and I was answering his question, but he, I guess he's just like, well, I'm just going to talk to Bill because he's a white guy and he's a dude and we've got testosterone and we're going to have this conversation and bill couldn't answer his questions and um so I, he went home i don't know if he just looked it up on google or whatever came back and he's like i'm so sorry i did not realize this was your shop and he's like, did you charge me more for being a jerk and he was funny about it but uh, you know the, yeah i don't let people they can't have it can't have my power the guy who uh the guy who did that to my wife uh it was about three or four months later uh we went to a comedy show in the middle of town here and uh, I had a, a mutual friend with us and he turned around and he was talking to that mutual friend and he said, so you ever talk to that jackass Lucas anymore? And he said, oh no, turn around and ask him. He's right behind you. He turned around and he looked at me and he got up and he moved seats and he never said another word and just smiled and nodded every time I've seen him since. He's never said another foul word ever again. So. People will try you. That's it. That's it. I, you don't have to take it home, though, right? It, it, and and I think that's the the biggest takeaway for me is is as a parent, you can't take it home because you you teach your kids to take it home. And um, you know, I I saw my parents take butt chewings from time to time or things go wrong, and um, you know, I have never seen them take anything super personal, right? And and you know, I I tell my kids, my wife. Everybody in the shop, you know, it's like the penguins in Madagascar. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Smile and wave. (laughs) That is perfect. I love it. That's my motto. Um, I do get home and I will sit in the garage for a little bit before I come in the house. Yeah. The youngest one does this thing and he's done it for a couple years now. He opens the garage and says, so how was your day? And I was like, it was really worky today. <laughs> Work was very worky, and we're not going to talk about that. We're going to eat. And I, I let it go. It's in the garage. I left it in the garage. Or they'll know if I just have to come in the house, get a glass of wine, and go upstairs. And I'll say, just walk away. Yep. Like, give mommy a minute. <laughs> and they're like, well, work was very worky today. And I'll come back out the house and I mean, out, you know, into the house, into general population and everybody else and let that stuff go. Because like, I just had my oldest son yesterday. I just had him yesterday. He's a senior next year. It's going to be all about my baby. It's going to be all about, you know, you don't get to get all that stuff back. They're at home with their kids. They're not worried about their cars any more than we should be. They did it. My car's out front. You can't take it home. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOC podcast. If you'd like to catch these episodes early, you can do so by becoming a patron. Just go to asog.site and click on the Become a Patron Now button. 
Becoming a patron helps support the show, gets you several perks, and is tax-deductible. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and on YouTube. And as always, you can direct any questions, comments, or concerns to my email. My email address is david at asog.site. That's D-A-V-I-D at A-S-O-G dot S-I-T-E. Until next time. you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. Before I let you go, I need to ask you a question. Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy to use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to getshopware.com and see what I mean today. That's getshopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.